Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Just three days before the 4th of July, celebrating... America's independence from Great Britain. It's going to be a great time, especially, especially, ladies and gentlemen, after coming off of 30 days in June of being forced to see this pride flag that doesn't represent all of us. It represents just a small portion of our culture and society here in America. But now we get to fly, not that we couldn't fly it before, but we're going to focus on flying the true pride flag of the United States of America, and that's old glory, the red, white, and blue, the stars and stripes, our flag. And why is that so important? Because that's the flag that represents all of us. We're all under that. We're all Americans. If you're, you know, a citizen, we're all Americans. And so that's the true pride flag of the United States of America because we all come under that. That's the one that represents us all. You know, I I heard something disturbing. Before I get into what I want to talk about, this was just disturbing. I heard it on the radio uh, yesterday. Talk. I don't even know why. I never turn it to talk radio on my uh, in my truck but it just was there so I was just listening for a few minutes and the um, the what do they call him the guy that's on the radio talking talk radio he was saying how he flies his American flag at his house uh, every day it's just a part of uh, what he does and who he is and he doesn't claim to be conservative by the way ladies and gentlemen but he has a lot of friends that are not conservative and uh, or some that are, but they uh, he asked them, why don't you fly the flag? Oh, I'm afraid to. Why? I don't want to be labeled a Trump supporter. So now, if you fly the American flag, many people are going to assume you're a Trump supporter instead of just merely an American. Isn't that strange? Others told him, I don't want to fly the flag because I don't want people to think I'm racist. Racist? It was what that flag represents that brought an end to racism, or I I should say to slavery, and thus a huge portion of racism, okay? Because that flag doesn't represent racism at all. It represents the country that is the great melting pot, meaning people of all different races, colors, nationalities, cultures, blended into one fantastic nation. So I don't know what's wrong with these people, and I don't understand why people get into this weird place, you know, and liberals, it's, listen, I'm going to try to be nice when I say this, but liberals, those of you who are left-leaning, Democrat-supporting, Democrat voters, you're the problem. You are the problem. So absolutely ignorant that you don't even understand what the American flag stands for. I mean, it, it blows my mind. What happened to kill all those brain cells? Anyways, I promise to be nice, so I'll stop there, ladies and gentlemen. But it's always bothered me, because how dare anybody in America bash the very things that makes America great? Eesh. Anyways, I want to read something to you. I have actually three articles I'm going to read to you. All, all of them are very short, and all of them speaking pr- primarily about the exact same thing. And all of them from CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network. Um, this was the network that Pat Robertson founded, 
And unfortunately, we just lost Pat Robertson just a short time ago. But anyways, his network and his the the news website for CBN has these three articles, and they're primarily about this new movie that Jim Caviezel is has uh, acted in. And uh, what what's the name of that movie? Sound of Freedom. There it is. Sound of Freedom. And uh, it's a based upon a true story. And uh, Jim Caviezel is playing the lead role of the, the person that this is about. It's about a gentleman, Tim Ballard, who was a special agent uh, for Homeland Security. And he was fighting against uh, human sex trafficking, especially uh, in regard to children. So let me see. This first article was published June 28th. So what, just two days ago, three days ago of 2023. And it was uh, published by Julie Blim, or written by Julie Blim. It says this, The man behind the story, Tim Ballard, Sound of Freedom is based on the true story of a hero. Tim Ballard spent more than a decade working as a special agent for the Department of Homeland Security, where he was assigned to the Internet Crimes Against Children, ICAC, task force, and deployed as our undercover operative for the U.S., child sex tourism jump team says the operation underground railroad website <clears throat> oh by the way you'll probably hear about that but operation underground railroad is uh something that was developed to help in, in um, put an end to sex trafficking and help those being trafficked especially children he goes on to say he has worked in that role and since in every type of case in the fight to dismantle child trafficking rings He's worked in the United States and in multiple foreign countries to infiltrate child trafficking organizations. He has successfully dismantled dozens of these organizations and rescued children from slavery and exploitation. While working for the government, Ballard saw how much more is needed in the fight against child trafficking and exploitation across the world, according to OUR. That's the Operation Underground Railroad. In 2013... He and a team of former government <coughs> operatives left the security of their careers to accomplish the work of rescuing children as a private foundation. Operation Underground Railroad. At OUR, Tim has created a team that can work in any jurisdiction and in conjunction with law enforcement to rescue children directly. That team exists today and operates all over the world. Tim has been involved in the rescue of more than 120 children. The Scope of Human Trafficking In the film's trailer, Jim Caviezel shares these alarming statements. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It is already past the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Cause you can sell a bag of cocaine one time, a child five to ten times a day. Ladies and gentlemen... Please forgive me if I get broken up. But did you just hear what I said, what I read here? Because this is uh, something that Jim Caviezel said, speaking about child sex trafficking. I'll try to say it without breaking up. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time, a child, five to ten times a day. You can sell that child five to ten times in a single day. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't know what that does to you. But it completely tears me up inside. The most innocent among of us, uh, among us, have been treated horrifically in many circles, including right here in our own nation. There are large segments of our society that want to destroy children in the womb, even before they're born. And still, there's large segments of our society 
that want that abortion, so-called abortion, to last up to 28 days after birth. And if they can't kill you in the womb, they'll destroy you. They'll destroy those children in other ways. And there's still large segments of our society. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, even here in the United States of America, they would have no problem selling children five to ten times a day for the sexual pleasure of some pervert pedophile that doesn't belong breathing air on this planet. Let me um, let me go on. Human trafficking is a $150 million business worldwide and trapping more than 2 million children. And this is from the Sound of Freedom website. Human trafficking is happening all over the world and the United States is no exception. According to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, human trafficking has been reported in all 50 states. States are our website. The National Human Trafficking Hotline, funded by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and operated by Polaris, a Washington, D.C.-based non-governmental organization, reported that in 2021, 10,359 situations of human trafficking were reported to the hotline involving 1,654 individual victims. As shocking as these numbers are, these reports are very likely only a fraction of the actual problem, according to Polaris in 2021. According to UNICEF, in 2017, human trafficking is the second most profitable illegal industry in the United States, second only to the drug trade. In addition, sex trafficking is the most common type of trafficking in the U.S. In 2021, 72% of trafficking situations were sexual exploitation according to Polaris in 2021 sound of freedom <laughs> based on Tim Ballard's real-life experiences the film tells the heart-wrenching tale of a Mexican father who incidentally falls for a wicked scheme losing both his young son and daughter to the child sex slave trade enter Homeland Security agent Tim Ballard who concocts a ruse of his own to rescue the boy then when with the help of and savvy of a former drug cartel operative named Batman, the two lead a rescue of 54 more precious children. Batman is a powerful hero who rose from a troubled past, explains the movie's website. After years of laundering money for drug cartels, he made a bold decision to vote his life to battling trafficking and defending the vulnerable. Ballard's determination to then rescue the sister is resolute, but will prove far more difficult and dangerous as she has been resold to a Colombian rebel leader. The film is a thriller which keeps one on the edge of his seat until the very end. Jim's plea. During the film's credits, Jim explains the gravity of human trafficking and gives an impassioned plea for two million people to see the movie, representing the two million child victims. Starting July 3rd and running through August 1st, 2023, Sound of Freedom will play in 3,500 theaters across the country. Jim also tells moviegoers that Angel Studios, which produced the global sensation The Chosen, has provided a way for people to pay it forward by purchasing movie tickets for those unable to afford them. Jim inspires people to help end the evil of human trafficking by encouraging others to see Sound of Freedom, share the story, and learn the signs of trafficking in their own communities. So to locate a theater near you to watch Sound of Freedom or pay it forward and purchase these tickets for those who cannot afford to purchase them, please visit Sound of Freedom Movie. And there's a link here that I will post this 
um, the website and then you can click on the link Sound of Freedom and go there. But I'm sure that you can Google Sound of Freedom movie and it'll probably take you right there. So ladies and gentlemen, before I get into the next article again, which is fairly short, I just please go see this movie. I, I, I'm I planning on seeing it. I'm believing I believe I'm seeing it on the July third and somebody actually purchased me tickets even though I was already bent on seeing it. So I will be purchasing tickets for somebody else to go see it. And um I'm I've already been gearing myself up because my the thing that breaks my heart the most is when children are hurt by adults. And this is the worst kind of pain that anybody could uh perpetrate on another human being, let alone a child. And um I'm already gearing up to be in a pool of tears and walk out of that place completely tore up and messed up for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to put a stop to this. We've got to put a stop to this sex trafficking. We've got to stop. We've got to make sure that it ends. I, 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 anyways, let me just read this before I lose it right here. The, the title of this next article is Operation Underground Railroad. Remember, that was the O-U-R. 6,000 trafficking victims rescued. True story hits big screen. This was published uh, yesterday, June 30th, 2023, and by a gentleman, Ephraim, Ephraim Graham. It says, Tim Ballard is a formal federal agent on a mission to end human trafficking around the world. His Operation Underground Railroad organization has helped rescue at least 6,000 survivors and arrest more than 5,000 involved in the crimes. Now, actor Jim Caviezel is bringing Ballard's story to the silver screen. It's called Sound of Freedom, and it hits theaters nationwide on the 4th of July. Uh, I actually believe it's the 3rd of July, but nonetheless, 4th of July. CBN's Ephraim Graham sat down with Ballard for a closer look at the story behind the new movie. A few years ago, into their endeavor, I believe it was December of 2017, they showed up and said, Hey, we are going to film this summer, and we need to pick someone to play you, which I never let my mind go to that place because that's a strange question, Ballard recalls. Right out of the gate, I know who I wanted. If this is a real question, the answer is Jim Caviezel, he told the producers. I don't know these actors. I know Jim Caviezel loves Jesus, and that's the only real requirement I have, he said. It was like four days ago, they asked him. They skipped his agents and went right to him, and he had had a personal experience himself with human trafficking we didn't know about, and he jumped right in. And he is one of my best friends today. We are super close, taking all of the time because he cares deeply, Ballard says. So this is how Jim Caviezel got into this movie. They asked him directly. He jumped right on it. It was actually uh, Tim Ballard, uh, the gentleman who who is the... Uh, this movie is about him and the work that he's doing, and Jim Caviezel's playing him. So please, ladies and gentlemen, go see this. That's the whole of that article. It was just stating who that is, um, uh, who Tim Ballard was. Real briefly, Operation Underground Railroad, 6,000 trafficking victims rescued. 6,000. <sighs> Again, I almost started losing it there. I couldn't even hardly breathe or talk at the same time. I don't know getting better at this is good or bad. But anyways, this leads me to the final article. And this is more about Jim Caviezel and something that he has said. And also a passion of mine. The title of this article, and again, this is still from CBN. More Afraid of the Devil. Oh, I take that back. Please forgive me. This is from Faithwire. The link was on CBN. This is from Faithwire. 
Com. Anyways, back to this. It says, More afraid of the devil than they are of God. Jim Caviezel offers warning to the modern-day Christians. Uh, the editor of this was is Trey Goins Phillips. I Hopefully I'm saying his name correctly. There's a little picture of him. Trey Going, Goins. Trey Goins Phillips. And this was June 27th. Again, just a few days ago, 2023. More than telling a story, Jim Caviezel is sending a message with his latest film. Sound of Freedom, in theaters July 4th, chronicles the true experiences of former U.S. government agent Tim Ballard, founder of Operation Underground Railroad, a nonprofit dedicated to combating and rescuing children from sex trafficking and the modern slave trade. Caviezel, best known for portraying Jesus in Mel Gibson's 2004 epic The Passion of the Christ, plays Ballard in the movie distributed by Angel Studios and feels compelled to call Christians to action, particularly over an epidemic as sinister as sex trafficking. Our faith is paramount, the Catholic actor recently told CBN's Faithwire, but it has to be to have something that comes from it. You love someone, it's an action. It's not what I say, it's what I do. The problem is, in a lot of this modern day Christianity, is, is people are more afraid of the devil than they are of God. And God could kill the devil without a glance, he continued. And so when I look at someone who might not want to watch the film, I say our love for God's children has got to be more than our fear of evil. Our love for Jesus has got to be more than our fear of the cross. Because at some point, that persecution is going to happen. Before I read any further, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I have said it in my own heart and my mind to make sure I see this movie and soak it all in. Even though I absolutely know it's going to tear me up, it's going to drive me to, to tears, it's going to break my heart more than I, uh, than I probably have ever been broken before or close to it because I have a heart and a passion for the most innocent among us. I'm going to still watch it. I'm still going to, I'm still going to watch it. Why? Because when you are confronted with a true and very real evil, it, it puts you in a place to either, it's like that, fight or flight kind of mentality that we have built into us you're either going to rise up and want to fight against it or you're going to bury your head in the sand i want to be one that is that uses all that emotion and all that pain and all that frustration in a constructive positive way to do something about it to fight against it what exactly i'm not 100 percent sure but even if it's like uh, filling out a check and sending it to operation underground railroad or some organization like that that's actively on ground, boots on the ground, doing the work to, to end human tra sex trafficking, then so be it. If that's all I can do, then that's what I will do. But it's going to, I know this about me, it's going to drive me to do something constructive about it. Anyways, let me finish this article. Perhaps more than many, Caviezel understands what it means to face spiritual opposition manifesting in physical ways. While filming The Passion, he was struck by lightning dislocated his shoulder, contracted hypothermia, and was accidentally whipped during taping, according to Far Out. Far Out uh, says this, Jim Caviezel had one of the toughest and spookiest experiences any actor can ever expect to face. This included accidentally being whipped twice, resulting in a 14-inch scar, dislocating his soldier while, shoulder, I'm sorry, shoulder while carrying the cross, contracting hyperthermia while being crucified, in the negative four Celsius, or that's 25 degree Fahrenheit, conditions, 
and suffering severe migraines as a result of swollen makeup effects impacting his depth perception. So far, so horrible, but there was one strange incident that made his ordeal seem like more than merely a testing shoot. While filming the Sermon on the Mount, Caviso was literally struck by lightning. Somehow, other than his hair catching on fire, he miraculously survived unharmed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Caviezel is the man. If you've seen that movie, Passion of the Christ, if you haven't, go see it. Please see it. Rent it. Uh, find it. Watch it. Watch it. And as you're watching it, you can... You, the brutality that was portrayed in that movie, well, Jim Caviezel maybe didn't live all of it, but certainly some of it. Oh my gosh. Being struck by lightning. Let me finish this. The only true antidote to spiritual warfare could... Caviso explained, is a deepening dependence on God. Caviso recalled continually praying, going to church, and meditating on the Gospels while filming The Passion. He did the same during shooting for The Sound of Freedom. A result of his commitment to those spiritual practices, Caviso explained, was an idea for a particularly powerful yet disturbing scene in the movie. An ad-libbed moment he and his co-star Chris Avedician shot from a dimly lit diner in just one take. Avedician plays Ernst in the movie, one of the worst pedophiles Ballard had ever encountered. The two men had already filmed the scene as it was scripted, but director Alejandro Monteverde remembered the idea Caviezel had mentioned just a little bit earlier and gave him the chance to play it out. At that, Caviezel told Avedician, who hadn't heard the line, to just go with me as they filmed the alternate version. And that's the scene that ultimately made it into the final product. We do the whole scene. We get to the end and I throw the line in. Better a millstone to be hung around your neck that you be cast into the sea than that you should ever hurt one of these little ones, Caviezel said. A direct reference to Matthew 18.6. His co-star, acting confused, began laughing. Caviezel's character also began laughing, but for a very different reason. He had all the incriminating evidence he needed to arrest the heinous pedophile. It's just brilliant how it all came out, Caviezel recalled. It was like five movies in one moment. It's things like that that were, that was a dark thing to talk about, but that lets you know what Jesus thinks about these guys. They are rejecting the Holy Spirit. To do what they do is to reject the Holy Spirit. And that's the only unforgivable sin. And that's the message at the heart of the film, to combat evil. Being able to make a movie like The Passion or like this, or use it for good, Caviezel said, our film, I knew we could beat anyone in the world. I hate the faith-based sound. You know what it says? It says, hey public, we made this movie for you. It's a faith-based film, so you gotta go see it. Hey, if it's not good, don't go see it. This thing is phenomenal. And again, there's some links that you can um, click here in this article to go find out more about Sound of Freedom and how to purchase tickets. And I will put that address in the description of this particular episode. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we've got to do everything that we could possibly do to bring an end to the sex slave, sex trafficking especially of children. We've got to stop it in general across the board, but children are the most innocent among us. And sometimes they get caught up in the worst type of situations and they're, they're so young and they're so innocent, they didn't do anything to deserve it. Uh, years ago, I was listening to a, a, um, someone 
giving a speech, speaking, and they were telling how they were in, in a country, in another country, and they were taking a river kind of a, they're on a river, uh, it's kind of a cruise, but not one of those fancy river cruises, like one of those little, you know, um, we're going to show you around our village kind of cruise on a little boat. Anyways, as they were going down, looking at the sights, something caught this person's attention. And as she looked over, she saw um, a gentleman holding what looked to appear to be a two to three year old baby. And uh, money was exchanged. And then the gentleman handed the baby to the other gentleman, just like that. And the man now with the money walked away. The man that now had this child, two, three years old, walked behind a rock, but you could still see what was kind of going on. He thought he was hidden and started raping that child right there. She says she stood up and started screaming and getting everybody on the boat. They don't know what's going on. Nobody was really paying attention, started getting them. Now several of them start screaming but the guy was, uh, it's like he was in a zone. He, could, he wouldn't, couldn't or wouldn't hear the baby screaming and crying and yelling and crying. And he just proceeds raping this child. And on goes the boat and the little captain of the boat. And some of the locals just acted like it was nothing, like it was normal. Can you imagine being in an area, in a realm, a city, a town, a village, wherever, where that type of thing is so normal that... It doesn't even bother you anymore. You have no more conscience to it. But these outsiders, these foreigners, they still hadn't been scarred to that level. And it scared them. It freaked them out. It angered them. And they did all they could do from that from that little boat to try to put a stop to it or bring awareness to it. Nobody cared. Maybe that's why the guy felt completely safe just going behind a little rock. Nobody cared. Afterwards, after they finally docked and they were able to get off that boat and get over to that spot, of course, the child was gone, the man was gone, nobody knows really what happened after that. They couldn't get a description, nobody seemed to care. But that's how heartbreaking this is, ladies and gentlemen. And now here, even in the United States of America, with all this LGBT nonsense, one of the things that they're also trying to push in this sexual, perverted culture is, what do they call it? Minor attracted people. We used to call them perverts and pedophiles. Now they're trying to make it normal and just call them minor attracted people. Do you know how disgusting that is? Where they're trying to make this perversion and wickedness mainstream and acceptable? I would like to sit here and think that that would never happen here in America that we are still a land and still a people that will rise up and protect, especially our little ones. But when we've had, since 1973, legal abortion all the way up to the ninth month, and yes, even though Roe v. Wade has been struck down at a federal level, it's still very much alive and well in many states. Babies being ripped from the womb, murdered. Life, especially innocent life at that age, means nothing to many people anymore. How many times have you heard about some teacher having inappropriate relationships with the children in his or her classroom? And here's the funny, not funny, haha, it's a strange thing. This used to be more of a male thing. Now, even the women, just not too long ago, maybe, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, I was reading this article of a teacher that was fired and being brought up on charges for having inappropriate sexual relationships with one of her students. The student was about 13 or 14 years old. And I, I thought to myself, what kind of strange, weird woman would do this? I read the article and I found the picture of her 
they wouldn't show the picture of the child because the child was a minor, but the picture of her. And here, for the most part, was a younger, I believe she was just about 30 years old, uh, attractive woman that, for the most part, if her head was together, I should say, could have went out and found a nice gentleman and built a great life together. But because of that mental illness, she, instead of being able to to um, have a relationship with somebody her own age, was now trying to have a relationship with like a 13 or 14 year old. And she, from what I understand, went off to prison and all that stuff and still vowed, listen, when I get out of prison, you'll be uh, of age and we'll just get back together. Yeah, right. That kid's going to get his head together and realize what he's done and not want anything to do with you, you sicko pervert. Anyways, my point on all of that, ladies and gentlemen, is we've got to stop allowing this to be become normal in our society. And you might say, well, it's not normal with me. Okay, but what about everyone else around you? It's time that we, especially in the church, but we, decent, decent Americans, you don't even have to be Christian, just be decent and understand that children should be protected and trained in righteousness, not this garbage and used for sexual pleasure by these perverts. We've got to take a stand, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to rise up. We got to take a stand. And please listen, do something about this. Like go on Google this, you know, find some of these psychologists and psychiatrists that are promoting minor attracted persons or, you know, minor attraction and trying trying to legalize it or trying to make it normal, trying to make it not sound so bad. They don't call them pedophiles anymore. They don't call them perverts. Minor attracted individuals. You know what? They need to be on blast to the point that anybody and everybody is too embarrassed to go seek their help. They need to be out of business. Literally. Put them out of business. Put them out of business. Find them on the internet. Find them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and keep putting them on blast until they are out of business. These are perverts that are creating more perverts. And all of these perverts are after our children. We see this with the whole, not just portions, but the whole of the LGBT movement. The movement. They're, they're trying to groom our children. They're after our children. For what? Their sexual pleasure. We've got to put a stop to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is wickedness and this is evil. My hat goes off to people such as this Tim Ballard who actually did the work and then people like Jim Caviezel that come out and, and will portray what he has done in such a, a phenomenal manner. And I, I salute them. I salute the uh, Operation Underground Railroad that's out there saving upwards of 6,000 people from sex trafficking. I salute them. And I'm going to be looking into them. I'm going to be looking into it more. How can I get involved? What can I do? What can I physically do? What can I do financially for them? What can I do? So, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling that I'm going to be doing a podcast pretty soon on Operation Underground Railroad and how you can get involved, maybe with them, or, or if you say that's not my thing with them, but do something somewhere to help these children and to help people get out of this sex trafficking because they they really are slaves. They truly are slaves. You know why so, why so many are in our nation right now screaming for reparations for slavery that ended in 1865. There's another slavery that's going on right now under our nose. And so few, most everybody knows about it, but so few are willing to do anything about it. I think it's time to rise up, all of us, all of us Americans, and do something about it. Keep an eye all around you, even including your neighbors. One of the things that always got me when they, when some 
somebody in the neighborhood they find out was some kind of serial killer or they had somebody locked up in their basement for years and all that. You hear the same story. Oh, he just seemed like such a nice guy. Listen, I don't want you walking around looking over your soldier and or shoulder, soldier again, shoulder, not uh, trusting anybody, but be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Let your senses go. Look for it. Listen for it. Hear it. Feel it. Understand it. Smell it. We've got to catch these people. We've got to find these people. Help. We've got to help the innocent. Help the hurting. And bring these wicked, evil perverts to justice. So ladies and gentlemen, please see this movie, Sound of Freedom. Please see this. And when you purchase some tickets, go ahead and purchase some tickets for other people. And make sure that they go see it. Pay it forward in that sense. We want as many people to see this movie as possible. Because we want to bring as much exposure to what's going on. And who these creeps are. We want to expose them. So they can be brought to justice. And this thing can be ended once and for all. So please go see Sound of Freedom. Tim Ballard. I appreciate you sir. I appreciate the work that you've done. And uh, truly. Truly you are a hero. Thank you. Jim Caviezel, thank you so much for playing this and having the courage to stand up, to stand up, because our present Hollywood, I know, already hates you, and they're going to hate you even more, because this movie is going to expose them in a direct and indirect manner. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the rest of us, let's rise up. Let's do something to protect the innocent. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy.